What's going on, everyone? JV here with episode four of the My Flippin' Life podcast. And so for the next couple podcasts, I want to go more in depth about each different type of reselling, specifically uh, thrifting, garage selling, retail arbitrage, wholesale, private label, anything else I can think of in between. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an episode about each of those, go a little bit more in depth on each of them. Kind of give you some little bit of what I know about each of them, uh, especially the ones that I've actually done. I haven't personally done any wholesale or private labeling, but I do know a little bit about it because I've read into a lot of it. I've done a lot of research, so I'll share what I know about those. But I will, I will surely be giving the tips I can about garage selling, thrifting, and retail arbitrage as I've actually done those. So the first episode here is going to be about. Garage selling. So what I want to do, I want to go in order, right? So first I'm going to do garage selling, which is like you can get things pretty much as cheap as, as you can at, at garage sales. You can get them cheaper there than anywhere else unless you're getting them for free. And then I'll move on to thrifting and then I'll go into uh, retail arbitrage. Then I'll go into wholesale and then I'll go into private labeling. So first episode is going to be about garage selling. It's the, it's in my opinion, it is the perfect way to get started. Honestly, because you, when when you're first getting started, you you don't want to take on a lot of risk. You don't want to spend, you know, a good percentage of the money that you have to buy your first products. So I think garage selling is definitely a good way to get started. And the, in my opinion, there are a few good things that are good to look out for when you're first getting started and you're doing garage selling. I talked about them a bit in my last episode. You know, things like clothes, stuffed animals, video games are really good. Um, anything else I can think of. If you can find, like, I've seen people doing really good with mugs. I haven't had a lot of success with, like, mugs, like uh, special edition or, you know, niche-type mugs. But really anything that's kind of niche, like, very, very, like, has a very small market, it can have a really good uh, resale value. And a lot of times people will be selling it for pennies on the dollar of what it's worth it at garage sales. So obviously you know about garage sales. You know that people do them. They're usually on like Fridays and Saturdays. And they usually run in the morning, like seven o'clock till like two in the afternoon or so, somewhere in there. You know, obviously it it differs person to person. Some people actually do them on Sundays, Saturdays and Sundays if they can't take off work or whatever Fridays they'll do them Saturday and Sunday to try to get as much stuff out of there as they can. But really the best way to do it, really the best way if you're going to get started with garage selling is the first thing you got to do a lot of research, right? So there's an app called uh, garage sale treasure hunter. I think it's called garage sale treasure map. And basically all it does is it pulls all the information that it can from other sites like Craigslist and it makes a big map of around your area where the garage sales are going to be in the next, you know, X amount of days. Usually it's in the next seven days where the garage sales are going to be in your area. So in my opinion, a good way to, to do it is if you know you're going to go garage selling for the weekend or on, on the coming weekend, check it throughout the week. And then obviously if you work, you're not going to be able to hit the Friday sales, but if you can take off or if 
you know, maybe you work in the afternoon, you work overnight or something like that. If you have an opportunity to go out Friday, the first day of a garage sale, do it because that's when you're going to get the best stuff. So if they start at seven, you're going to look in your area. You're going to look at check every single one up to the night before and build your game plan because you want to hit the most promising garage sale first. So if you're seeing a you're seeing a garage sale that it's advertised, you know, we're moving, everything needs to go, rock bottom prices, you know, yada yada yada, and you're seeing good stuff like you're seeing, I don't know, game systems, uh just a lot of stuff that looks just looks valuable, then you might want to hit that one first and make that your first stop and kind of build you out like a like like a a route you're going to plan on taking. So you're going to start at this one, which is a really good one. What's the closest one to that? Because you want to hit as many as you can, as early as you can. And then you can, if you have one that's further away that looks like it has some good stuff, but it's not as good as like the first, then you can work on work your way to that one later in the day and just, you know, go there not expecting for them to have the particular things that you saw. But, you know, if, if you've hit up all the other ones that were around that first one and then you have a more promising looking one than all the rest... Hit up that one next and just hope that it's still there, but don't expect it to be because there's a lot of people that go out garage selling, not just to resell, but just to buy stuff for themselves because you can get it so much cheaper. Like, especially Goodwill nowadays, they've upped their prices on a lot of shit. I know it's not the same for everyone, and there are still great deals at Goodwill, don't get me wrong, but garage selling is like, you, you're not going to find stuff cheaper. Like I said, unless you're finding it for free, you're not going to find it cheaper than at a garage sale. And one of the biggest things that you need to be able to do if you're going to a garage sale is you need to be able to negotiate with people, right? So people generally, unless they're an actual seller themselves, they're not going to really look up anything that they're selling. They're not, they're just going to make an assumption based off of if they know how much they paid for it, you know, say they paid a hundred bucks for this item. So they're going to try to sell it for 30. And I mean, that's a damn good deal, especially if it's still, you know, it's still new and everything, but say they paid a hundred, hundred bucks for it a year before they haven't used it. It's just been sitting somewhere and now they're trying to get ready for it for, for 30 bucks. You know, if, if I'm just a person who's just looking for things for myself, that happens to be something that I want, but I hadn't been buying it because it's a hundred and, you know, it might be a hundred bucks or maybe even more now to buy it at a store and I see it, I'm going to grab it, you know? So that's why you want to be first. So, but you've really got to be able to negotiate. So say that this particular item, you look it up and you know that it's worth a hundred bucks on eBay. Like you can sell it for a hundred bucks and you know, it's, it's something not too big. It might cost you 10, $15 to ship it. So you, you know that you could make money on it. Even at 30 bucks, you could still make money on it. But I mean, you're going to be in this game. You're just starting out. You got to make your margins. You got to make as much money as possible, you know, and really when you're negotiating, it's, I mean, it's pretty simple, really. You know, you just, you tell them what you're willing to pay. You know, maybe if that, that item is 30 bucks, it goes for a hundred. If you try to tell them, Hey, will you take 15 bucks for it? It's probably going to tell you no. And you know, don't get dis get discouraged. Don't say anything like, you know, say, Hey, this is how the conversation should go. You know, look at it. Don't look too interested in it. You know, don't be like looking too crazy about it, but say, Hey, would you take 15 bucks for this item? And he would say, no, I can't do 15. Don't say anything. And just silence. And then just walk away. 
and keep looking at other things. If you find something else, maybe it'd be a good idea if you found something else to try to throw that in the mix, especially if you find something else that's really profitable that he's not asking a lot for, then you can really come away with a good deal. So say there's that. And then he's got, I don't know, let, let's say some jacket, right? It's like a leather jacket or something. And he's wanting five bucks for it. And you've looked it up and you're seeing that it's selling for like 120 bucks on eBay. So now you're looking at it like if you can get both of those two items for 30 bucks, you're in really good shape. So really, you're just playing. You're basically playing with house money at that point because he's going to take 30 for both of those no matter what. So, you know, you pick that up and he's he's asking five for it. And you, you decide uh, you're still you obviously you still want to go for the other item. Cause say, you know, maybe the other items a lot faster seller, you know, it might, might be selling faster. So it may be worth it to pay 15, 20 bucks for it. If you know, you're going to get the sale within, you know, a couple weeks versus the jacket might take a couple months to sell. So, you know, take the jacket up there and he said, and just tell him, you know, five bucks for this. Yeah. And, and then look at the other thing and go, um, I don't know. Would you do? 20 bucks for this and that. And most likely he's still going to try to negotiate with you with that, which that's fine. If, if he just says no, just say, all right, come on. Can you do 25? He'll probably take it at that point. Like, yeah, it's, it's, he was planning on making 35 on that, but you're coming, you're leaving with two things of the crap that he's trying to get rid of. He'll probably take the 25 at that. And then worse comes to worse. He'll take 30 for it. You know, if, if he, this guy is just a stickler, if he's not going to come down five bucks, honestly, if he doesn't, if he doesn't give you 25, I might just walk away at that point. Cause it's like, come on, dude, you're, you're having a garage sale. I'm offering to take some shit off your hands. I might walk away depending on the demeanor of the guy. You know, obviously you don't want to walk away from profit, but you know, that, that's just me. I, I don't really like people who are at a garage sale and it's like they're, they're like a business, you know, a garage sale is not a business. You know, you, you can go get your shop at the flea market if that's what you want to sell your stuff, you know? So, all right, let's say you walk up, walk out 25 or 30 bucks for both of those. You've made like, okay, so we said it was a hundred and 125 for both of those items. And let's just say you paid the 30. So now you're, it's going to be, it's 95. Uh, 30 no that's 195 and then the jacket's probably gonna cost about 10 bucks to ship 185 say the other thing costs 15 bucks to ship you know 170 i mean you're looking at r roughly 140 150 profit on those two items like and that's just your first stop of the day say that was just your first stop of the day you, if you do this shit from seven to two I guarantee you, if you had a couple hundred bucks, you could walk away with a thousand bucks in profit in a day. Now, granted, you have to understand that stuff's that's not going to sell overnight. You know, it's it's like delayed gratification. Like, yeah, you know, I'm going to get a huge ROI on these items. I'm going to make some money on them, but it's not it's not all happening at once. You know, it's going to be, you know, oh, there's 15 bucks profit here. Oh, there's 10 bucks profit here. And it's going to be spread out. And that's why the whole the whole concept is you just got to keep doing it. Keep doing it. Because as you build your inventory up, you're going to get more consistent sales. And, you know, once you hit a certain point, you're going to be getting sales every day on eBay, which is really what you want. That's that's the point I'm trying to get to. I'm still not there. I'm at like 
every other day I'm, I'm maybe, maybe three days, like every, like I'll skip two days and then have a sale or I'll have two sales after that. So I'm still working my way up to that, to that goal of getting at least a sale a day. I'm doing it with what I'm doing, which is a, a lot higher profit items. So I'm, once I get into that, I'm really going to be making some nice money, but you know, it's getting there. I started out with garage sailing. I started out with books. I highly recommend you start out with garage sailing. It's, it's such an easy, you gain, you gain the, the entrepreneurial skills, you know, entrepreneurial skills, you know, the whole negotiating and researching, you know, kind of like being, being able to think on the fly and come up with a plan on the fly based off of the situation that you're in. It's just, it's a great, great way to, to build up that hustle in you and just, you know, when, when you've got that grind going and you're like, you're seeking, you're like a heat seeking missile, you know, you're just going, you're, I got to find this profit. It's, I think it, it's a great way to get you started. And when you're not spending nearly as much as you would at other stores and other methods of sourcing products, it really helps you out in the beginning. So like, if you're just looking to get started, go to a garage sale this weekend, go to a garage sale, see what you can find, throw it up on eBay and go from there. I guarantee you, you'll find something. You will find that's that's one thing I don't get. I used to work with this guy, right? And he said he was he was all about, you know, the whole flip life stuff. And he was gonna gonna go garage sailing and do all this stuff. And like I'd go out that weekend and I'd go find some stuff when I was this was when I was still working my second job before I quit it to focus more on eBay. Um I'd come back in and see him on like Monday or whatever other day I work and I'd be like, Hey, how'd you do this weekend? He's like, Oh, I didn't find nothing. I'm like, bro, you are not trying. You're not trying hard enough. Like, yes, you're going to get skunked. Sometimes you're going to have, you know, houses that you go to, if you're garage selling, there's not going to be anything. And yeah, it's going to suck. Especially if it's one that was like out of your way and there's nothing else close. Yeah. That's going to suck. But on to the next one, man. And then, there's going to be days. There's There might be whole days where you come out negative because you didn't find shit and you spent the gas and, you know, your time is valuable too. You spent all that and you didn't go get shit. Don't get fucking discouraged, man. The shit's a business. You think every fucking business out there is successful every fucking day? No. No. It's a complete change of mindset. And look, I'm not going to go go too far into the rant thing again. But look, sell on eBay, go garage sailing, put it up, rinse and repeat. Do that for four weeks, four weekends in a row. Can you do that? Just And just one day, let's say you just go on Saturdays. Let's say you can't get off work Fridays and you know most people don't do them on Sundays. Just go on Friday or Saturday. Go for four Saturdays in a row. Take you, what, maybe 50, 100 bucks with you each time. For four Saturdays in a row, go out and do that. And then get back to me. And then then tell me it doesn't work. Because I guarantee you, anyone who's listening, who's thinking about trying, if you go out garage selling for four Saturdays in a row, after the first month, you're going to be, you're, it's done. You're, there's a, I'm not going to say 100. 95% of you, if you go out for four weekends in a row and really try from 7 in the morning until 2 in the afternoon, 
It's seven hours of driving around going to garage sales or thrift stores or whatever, but that's going to be the next episode. If you go out and try, if you go out and try garage selling for seven hours a day on Saturday for the next four weeks, you will be reselling for the next six months. Guarantee you, because you're going to find so much shit that you're not even going to have thought that it would be worth something. But as you get a little more experienced, you're going to find that some of this shit, some of the stuff, like the stuff, the, the, the craziest things, right? The craziest things are the things that no one would think of, you know? And that's, that's why they're great because they're usually priced really low, either, whether it's at garage sales or thrift stores or whatever, like it's priced really low and you find out it it's some rare, you know, thing that's worth 50 or a hundred bucks. So look, <sighs> I mean, I can't do it for you, but if you're thinking about trying selling on eBay, go out garage selling and look, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know how it went. And like I said, four weeks in a row, do it for four weeks in a row. And then you can call me out on Twitter and say, no, I didn't find shit. I went for seven hours a day. Here's the proof I went out. You know, I took video the whole time. I didn't find anything. I went 28 hours. I went four, seven hour days in a row or in a, weekends in a row. And I didn't find anything. Do that. I, I hope you do. I really do. Cause I'd be really shocked. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for that part. I'm going to get into the, to the part about what I had going on today, you know, for my business and my little accountability part. Right. So sales, I had, um, I sold, or I bought the, the limited edition Crocs, the post Malone's earlier this week, someone hit me up on, or hit everyone up on Twitter and said to try to get a pair cause they were going to resell pretty well. And so I, I ended up getting a pair. A lot of people that I'm on Twitter with ended up getting them. So if you're not on Twitter, you can get, you can get, get the plug on some pretty cool stuff. If you follow some of the people I follow. So huge shout out to y'all. Y'all rock. If y'all are listening. Um, but I got the, the posties, they were 60 bucks and all, all I did was after I got the confirmed order, I screenshotted the order and, you know, blacked out the parts that didn't want people to see like order number and my address and everything. And I posted that on eBay, just the picture confirmed order will ship when it arrives and it sold within 30 minutes for 130 bucks. So that was that was a really really cool gig and a lot of people do stuff like that and there's there's a lot of lot more profitable things like that that happen a lot more profitable especially like hype gear like supreme stuff and shoes stuff like that. So uh I got those in last it was like yesterday evening it was after the post office closed so I shipped those out today along with we sold uh we had an old uh present that we got for when we had our kid it was like a jumper thing, but we already had one. So it just been sitting in our closet. And my wife asked me a couple weeks ago, it was like, Hey, do you, you want to sell this? We're not, you know, we're not going to use it. I don't know what store it's from. So we can't like return it and get the money back or anything. So I was like, okay, yeah, I guess, you know, I didn't really think, think it, it was too good and looked it up on eBay and it was, I mean, there was some sales velocity. There's quite a few listed and not a whole lot sold. So I thought it would take quite a while, but it sold. 
for full price after earlier in the week someone sent me an offer and I almost accepted uh 13 plus $5 shipping, so 18 in total. I was going to accept that. I sent him that offer and he never responded. So it the offer expired and then it sold for full price. So that was a big lesson for me and that hopefully that's a lesson for you to just be patient. Patience is going to win in this game. You know, don't don't price your stuff too low. Don't sell yourself short. At least that's my lesson from from that experience and I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to be more patient. You know, if I'm like I'm right now, I'm I'm in that growth phase, so I'm spending all the money that I'm making from the business. I go out and spend it either the same day I get it or the day after. Like I'm reinvesting the money right into my business. So basically with me having one or one sale a day to, you know, one every couple of days, I'm I'm going out and spending it. So I'm, I've got nothing left. So I've got nothing left. So uh, I shipped those two out. So with what I just said in mind, uh, I decided to, to run by this uh, Christian thrift store. They get donations and stuff and then they sell it for the for the church. And I'd had some pretty, pretty decent success there with some things like books and stuff before. And I was going there for shoes like I usually do. And they didn't have any, anything that I really wanted that I really thought was worth anything. So I decided, you know, I'm low on cash right now for the business. So I'm going to just look at everything real quick and see if I can find, you know, something that's good. And I checked out the electronics and I found this, uh, it's a DVD VHS player slash recorder and it, it's not tested or anything. So that's one thing you have to keep in mind if you're buying electronics, like DVD players and stuff. But I paid five bucks for it because it was untested and it sells on eBay for anywhere from a hundred to like 130 bucks. And that was all I got from there. But that was a nice find. I was super hyped about it. I had to throw it up on Twitter because I mean, if I can turn five into a hundred, that's going to be, it's going to be my best as far as like ROI goes, you know, turning five into, it's going to be probably 60, 70 bucks profit. So Really excited about that. I mean, other than that, um, I think that that's really, really all that happened. You know, I told y'all about the shoes I picked up yesterday, which I was pretty hyped about too. And I mean, I'm just, today I'm just recording, trying to record a bunch of episodes. You know, I made, I made the announcement on Twitter the other day that over the next one year, starting today, obviously I've already started it, but over the next year, I'm going to make 365 podcast episodes and I'm going to put up 365 YouTube videos. Pin it up. That's what I said. And it's pinned up on my Twitter wall and I'm not taking it down. That's going to be my pinned tweet for the next year. I'm going to make 365 podcasts and 365 YouTube videos. Now, if you're listening, then you may not know this, but I put all the podcasts up. I just basically record myself uh, talking the podcast, and I put it up on YouTube. I just figured it's another way to to share the platform. I've gotten some some views on it. Obviously, I've got like 13 subscribers on YouTube, so I'm working my way up on that. And then if you're on YouTube, obviously you see what I'm doing. I'm making the podcast. I'm just distributing it every way I can. I just want to, if I can help one person, look, that's what that's that's really what it's about. If I can just help one person make if you just take five percent of what i said if you just listen to one thing i said and it helps you like 
over the next year, over the next 365 podcast episodes and YouTube videos, if it helps one person, I'm going to be fucking pumped. If you get this huge sale or, you know, you start growing your business and you shout me out, you're like, hey, I took your advice on this and it really helped me out. Fuck yeah. One person. That's all I need. You know, I don't even need that. Really, I'm just documenting the journey, but I just want to help people because, you know, six months ago, I wasn't in a great place uh, as far as like mentally and stuff. And since I've been doing this, reselling and then adding in doing the content and making the podcast and the YouTube, I'm in a lot better place mentally and just I feel great. I'm having a lot of fun with it and I'm looking forward to to keeping it going. So um, that's going to be it for this episode. Next episode, going to be talking about thrift stores. Heard a little bit about that already. I'm going to go a little more in depth about it. Try to give you a little bit of knowledge on it that I could share. And from there, I'll move on to retail arbitrage. So next episode, thrifting. Y'all have a great fucking day.